0: I'm back, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, to go over Tuesday and Wednesday nights 2.0 and dynamite, respectively. I'll give you my feelings about it and just how much some of it royally hurt my head because there's one thing that actually the, I can't even fathom good words for, it, but we'll get it. Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. Thankfully, we already got through Ron, we all know, again, a lot of people had to miss because of a lot of different things, so can't really say anything bad about it. Yeah. At least they kept the show going, even though, most of the people, again, it was out of precaution. but, you know, a lot of the people were missing, so it is what it is. It was what it was, and as good as they could do with that many people having to sit out just, you know, to be cautionary, so the show could still go on Saturday. So uh, on to 2.0, starts off with Grayson Waller. He hurts my head. Uh, Him against Odyssey Jones and shocker, he beats Odyssey Jones. So I still don't understand why they talked him up so much in the breakout tournament. They're just going to have him lose to everybody. Yeah, it really doesn't make any sense when you think about it. I mean, they talked him up that much. And now he just goes out and jobs to everyone. Which is mesmerizing when you think about it. Uh, Because they were talking him up, up. But they're still doing it better than you know, what happened with Baldy. Yeah, you know, Duke Hudson, better off than him. At least he still has his hair. But uh, AJ shows, you know, throws out a challenge for New Year's Evil next week. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. They seem to have a lot of star power going towards New Year's Evil. So, I mean, AJ Riddle, Walter's coming back. He's gonna be the main like. They're having every they're throwing everything out there at it. So, I mean, whether it's ratings or whatnot, it's gonna be good. Uh legit, Waller walks into MSK backstage. MSK calls out Imperium, even though they're there without Riddle. Walter challenges them to a six-man tag again. Like I said, next week. And I do like all of them in the ring, and Walter and Riddle like throwing in the thing. So I think it'll be a good match. Uh again, Walter and Riddle, you know, being in there too, and Riddle coming off the main roster to do it. You know, we'll see what happens. Him not being there, that was kind of weird, but, you know, travel and everything. It's difficult to be the here, there, and everywhere, but I still think it should be good, better than a lot of stuff. So, I'm excited about it. I mean, I'm looking forward to see Walter again. I haven't seen him in months, so I mean, he put on a hell of a match. Last time we saw him, he did a hell of a match with Champa. You know, at stand and deliver i mean like there was a lot of good stuff so i'm excited for the match just got to see how it all comes through and just hopefully the night is worth it or they get the rating that i'm sure they're looking for with all the main roster people like aj they're throwing out there like hey what aj is going to be on there so please watch it feels like one of those for me um but again who else i mean not very many people better suited to be in that situation in the main roster to come down there. Cause he can work with anyone there and you'll really quick find out how good they are. you know will still be a good match. Cause it's AJ styles, but you know, you'll find out real quick, fast and in a hurry, what you have with whoever he's in the ring with. So that's good. Uh, whole Cora, Jade and Rocco Gonzalez stuff. Yeah. Starts out with them getting interviewed backstage. EO and Kaylee Ray show up, you know, claim their stake to the title. Mandy, suddenly there she is on the screen because she's the champion. She'll make it happen. She's hurting my head, but exit those two. Go at it. And whichever team wins is the new, you know, going to be the people in the triple threat next week, which got toxic attraction out of the match. So I don't know why they did that, but, you know, gave a new twist for everything, even though nothing changed. And it's still Raquel, Cora, and Mandy next week. So I still, I just think Raquel's done there. Cora's not going to just put too much into Mandy. They did too much. Like, why did they make Jade, yeah, you know, champion this early after they built up Mandy and Toxic Attraction so much? So it wouldn't make any sense for me there. But I mean, they had a decent match throughout the end. All the idiots, yeah, you know, the drama. You, know, you always have to have between teams when they're going into a match or a title the next week, but they're teaming up then. You know, had all that normal idiocy to it, but. Yeah, I really just don't see Mandy losing next week. So, as of right now, I don't. I mean, it's just it's too f- perfect. I mean, they they did too much, putting too much effort for her to lose. Might not like that opinion, but it's the one I got. Uh, we'll see. You also know, got to see Zion Quinlan ultimatum for Electra Lopez. That was either him or Legado. Yeah, till the end of the night. Later on, we see Legato Electro, and all that. And Solos Coa walks into them. And they make a match for later in the night. And I will say that was a that was a great match. I mean, that was the best one Solos had. And again, he's out there you know, Santos Escobar, Wild Mendoza, Lopez, all out there. Um, we all know I love, I mean, Santos Escobar can go. I mean, so can you know Wild and Mendoza, they can go. Still not a big fan of Electro Lopez, but you know. I know I'm just not getting it. Um, but It was like they just put her in there to fit the role. So, you know, but solo, I mean, he actually did. I thought he actually uh, looked really, really good for, you know, getting to be there in the ring with a talent like Escobar. No offense to the other guys he was with. You know, they didn't put him out there against, you know, top tier talents. And look how long Escobar was, you know, Cruiserweight champion having all these great matches. They put him in there with, you know, Cross at one point before, you know, him and Scarlet are gone. But, It was still a good night. Um, All the stupid that you would expect with, you know, Legato getting involved and all that. Yeah, of course, that was going to happen, but I really, I I mean, my main takeaways, I thought that was the best match that Solos had. Again, look who he was in the ring with. You know, they said, here you go, go against someone good, you know, and Escobar's level, again, no offense to the other guys, but experience-wise and all that, you know, they're not there. So, you know, they're not as fine-tuned as I believe Escobar is, regardless of what you think about him. The guy could still wrestle better than most of the people that they're trying to push right now. And of course, we saw Zion. He had to, you know, be involved somewhat. and I'm looking forward to him and Santosa Escobar because I think, again, those two could put on a great match if afforded the proper opportunity to do it. Whether that's next week, which doesn't look like it, or weeks down the road, I don't know. But I think that could be really, really good. And then they had Boa Tech solo backstage. He had the makeup on, and suddenly he didn't. You know, one of those. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. So They've been trying to get Boa going for so long now. I mean, it's really been since Zaya started, and they it's still look look where she is now, and look where he still is. So, you know, not really sold on it. Um, hopefully, they just make a good match out of it, at least a decent match between them. If they're still there, they're talented. Um, well, actually, Solo's never going to go anywhere, probably, but just because who he's related to. But, yeah, that whole Boa thing. I mean, that time is coming up, so we got to see what they got to do about it. Time mean, to crap or get off the pot. It's been there for a very long time. Um, they've been trying to do this whole, he doesn't have control over the thing that he got, from, you know, all the powers he got from Mei Ying, whatever the hell her name was. You know, so if they harness it and get the character, and he gets an appointment, I that could be really good. It's just if he actually gets there. And after this amount of time, I'm not sure he's going to get there. And I'm pretty sure Solo is going to be the one to go over on it. But we'll see. Again, that did happen, and well, we know Solo is related to, so we know who will be the loser when it comes to see you later. by out of the two of them. Harland with yeah Joe Gacy defeated Andre Chase you know because Kendrick wasn't there. Whatever, why ever? Who cares? Uh, I don't like Chase. We all know I don't like Andre Chase and Chase U thing, but or Gacy or Harland. Well, I mean there's really just no point to it. Wins by referee stoppage. Kidnaps a student from Chase U. Drops him right off near the edge of the roof and walks away. And yeah, it was just dumb. Like all of it was dumb. I hate it all. It hurts my head. If they could please get rid of it, that would hurt. Everybody. That would like help everyone. It would help us all immensely. All of our migraines would go away when they come on. Like there's people that never watch wrestling. They're like, yeah, this is stupid. There's people that watch like B and C graded movies and find humor in it and think it sucks. Like it's just not good. I don't like it. I never will like it. I'll never like Carlin. Andre Chase is just dumb. The whole thing of it. So he doesn't go out there and get mauled. And they, like, there's so much better stuff that they could be trying to push, and people. You know, I like, think that's all a new generation. We'll try to give you know more people opportunity than just like it's just I don't like, keep forcing them down. It's not going to work. Look how long it took Roman to work. Took him going away, yeah, you know, due, due to COVID, and then coming back completely 180. You know, the tribal chief, and look at him now, over like Rover. You know, it finally you know stuck and work, but I hate it all uh tony d'angelo does a vignette about pete dunn let's just let them get to the ring whenever they can because the character i hate uh in ring work he's better than a lot of the guys they're trying to push right now so i will give him that just the character and the gimmick hurts my head to like no end uh the contract signing between north american champion carmelo hayes of course trick williams is there and cruiserweight champ roderick strong with you know diamond mind Obviously, there are Wade hosting it. You know, It's about as dumb as you could expect it to be. I will say Carmelo, he's great in the ring, but his talking, just it's not there. In my opinion, when he was talking, it just felt forced and just not natural and free-flowing. It felt very much like Lashley half the time to me. You know, you're going, yeah, like, you know, you're not feeling it. You can tell when they're not feeling it. And, you know, it just didn't feel good and natural to me. Uh, Roddy was talking better and I'm pretty sure he's got a foot out the door, you know, so, you know, I think this is a great run he's doing, but yeah, you, know, you know, one foot out the door and he did better than, you know, Carmelo. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and trick at a table, obviously, that's what he's there for. Didn't improve. Like I thought the whole thing just bad. So, you know, we'll see from there. And then last but not least, besides my printer, like, Full-on possessed behind me, full-on It's been dinging this whole time. um but Tiffany Stratton finally debuting and defeating you know Fallon Henley, um I don't know about all of y'all, but I was nowhere near impressed, like at all. you built it all the way up, all those vignettes for that long, and then that. like it was so bad I saved it for the end, like and that. I purposely was going okay. We- that's all done from that thing that's all done from that thing and we'll keep that for like because that was just abysmal that was the drizzling gurgling just runny liquid just like that was terrible like to me and everyone that actually responded, dan responded justin didn't uh, drew didn't but that back handspring clothesline thing whatever the hell that was in the corner was disgusting that was gross that was terrible that was well beyond poorly done that was horrible keep her very far away from like like y'all gotta work on that all those vignettes and that's what we got in that match you're having a match like just think against you know fallon henley who the hell hurt her like it's just a basic simple thing to make her look good and she looked really bad so for the love of everything holy let's actually improve that wrestling skill before we stick her back out there. Cause that was abysmal. That. Like I even searched through you know, found the exact time to send people a video. They didn't get to see it yet. i like, Oh my God, skip to this. That was disgusting. Please comment. Tell me what you think. Do some, reach out to me, call me, text me. I don't care. Email me smoke signals. That was gross. That was terrible. That ruined the whole damn thing for me. They could have had the greatest night ever. That ruined it because that was just that bad. To me, at least. That sucked. Thankfully, even though we had a bunch of trios, matches, and all kinds of stuff on Dynamite, at least that didn't completely. Like that Tiffany Stratton thing sucked. Harland and all that sucked. Tony D sucked. The contract signing was a waste. Solo and Santos had a good match. That Zion thing continued. Waller, sucked. Cora, Raquel, EO, and Kay Lee Ray. I mean, we all knew that was going to be good, but it's still, like, there was a lot more suck to that night. It was a letdown because they were actually, I feel, doing better for a couple weeks there. Where I was really, you know, that wasn't completely terrible. And then, like, that was just a why. They, like, can I get those two hours back in my life? Like, damn. Sucked. Terrible. And I'm going to give it a grade. I'll give it a yeah, I'll let Any of my teachers from high school that are watching this right now grades like they gave me pretty sure at one point i had like a 0.4 gpa didn't care and i sucked i was actually bored and just didn't want to do any of it because i was like yeah and my brain already moved on but like that show sucked thankfully dynamite was you know a little better and again they were at daly's place there in jacksonville and i didn't get to see you know just because scheduling and timing of my brain my rehab from getting run over not for drugs anything um i didn't get to see a lot of their stuff at daily's place or any of their stuff really i just got to see you know here and there so this is the first like full show i got to see at daily's place and i actually kind of dug the setup on uh, jr got to make his yeah you know, his debut again he came back cancer free it was the last show for AEW on tnt before moving to the mothership as they call it tbs and you know it was just it was really good to see the reception for jr punk gave him some nice words who also made his first you know, time at Daly's place for the company like it was all like that it started off just to see him back um he really is like the voice of you know so many moments in wrestling history you know he is the voice even if he slips every once in a while i slip all the time and i not have strokes and all kinds of things you know like so good on him it was really good to see him come back and do his thing and you had know, to get a little shout out from punk there it was nice uh FTR Matt Hardy and Private Party defeated Jurassic Express, Christian Cage, and the Lucha Bros after Christian tagged himself into the match. I think it was Penta tagged you know, in the back there, and then he got rolled up and pinned. Uh, so we're going to have to see what everything goes. Christian's with Jurassic Express, you know, Lucha Bros are, you know, so it was a loss for both teams, which, you know, so whatever, you know, and Matt, uh, my takeaway though is Matt threw a lot of deletes in there. Like they seemed like they are just trying to get everyone that was there. A lot of people, yeah give them a good show there after everything that Daly's place meant to them during the pandemic and all of that. Cause it really was a big part of it just cause you couldn't travel a lot. You know, Florida was one of the few places you could do really anything, you know, that scale. So, you know, there's a home for them and you know, so they got a lot of, you know, tag team matches, 10 man, six man, like they had a lot of them really felt like to get, a lot of people on the show which i'm okay with you know, in this situation just because you know it's the last one on you know get a lot of guys on there for that were there for tnt you know before they switch over to get them all in the match get a lot of people again there at Daly's place because of everything that it meant during covid and all that so i was okay with all that like it might have you know there might have been a 10-man tag then a six-man tag then a six-man tag like there's a lot of big tag matches but there's that it was good and i got to see matt hardy he seemed to do a lot of deletes Yeah, a lot more since jeff got released so see what happens with that uh 2.0 and daniel garcia defeated eddie kingston santana ortiz 2.0 steals with another handful of tights garcia gets taken out by a ring bell jericho shows up and makes a save the bat then eddie gets in his face and you know they have all that so i guess we'll see what happens with all of that yeah, but got to see Jericho one more time there. Hey, at least that I means the Fozzie tour's done. And he's back stateside, you know, and he was good after the health thing when he was over there too. So good for him. Him and yeah, you know, see what him and Eddie do. Um but again for Daly's place and all that, like it probably meant a lot just to have him back for that last one. Uh Wardlow defeated Colin Delaney, like move on. Uh Dan Lambert ran a suck about Brandy and a lot about stripper comp. Yeah, stripper being a stripper and stripper's name, Brandy and all that. Uh, She said she was a black bitch. Like, like, but yeah, we'll see what happens between that and Cody and Dustin comes out to make, yeah, be the piece. Whatever. Um, Whatever. Jade Cargill, smart mark, defeated Thunder Rosa. I thought it was a good match until, you know, the run in at the end to hit Thunder Rosa. Yeah, so now it's jade and ruby in the finals next week at least we're finally to the finals in that tournament uh person being mercedes martinez uh we'll see what happens with it i mean my personal opinion it was nice to see her compared to the last time i saw her too. i'm pretty sure it's after Ziya at least straight up knocked her up out 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 in that nxt match i mean I mean everything like she was gone um so it's better, you know. It's good to see her there. Um, problem is, though, she's there with Jade and Smart Mark and all them. Like we know, they're gonna keep pushing Jade undefeated and all that towards the titles. And I think it'll be a bit while before she's actually doing anything that means anything. But having her there, because she has been doing it for forever. I mean, we all know that. Um, to work with some of the younger talent that they have could still be really, really good to help just improve everyone overall. So. There is that. Um, We'll see what happens with Ruby and Jade next week. You know, Mercedes gets involved or what role is going to be all together. But again, it was good to see her because the last time I remember seeing her was when she was flat out, like knocked out on Matt on NXT. So way back when for 2.0 is even a thing. So again, though, you guys will probably agree. Like there's just so much going on there. And the women's division and tbs title and all that so we'll see what they do uh i don't know i wasn't really big like her work has you know gotten better but her just yelling at every move she makes and then she was a robert stone like they just used her wrong and her style and so it didn't mix well with the machine i'd never thought it would and then when she got there i mean look what happened to her with robert stone there's a lot of stuff so hopefully it goes better but i don't see it getting um any better Brian Pillman Jr. challenged, you know, Malachi Black to a match next week, you know, and the usual lights go out, come back on this time. Black was standing on the apron you know, on the ramp. I mean, takes his helmet off yeah, you know, like headgear I was called headgear lights go back out and he's gone. They come back on. I mean, you could see him going around the corner there in the short little tunnel because it was so tiny as the lights came back on, in that shot, but whatever. I mean, Pillman's going to lose. We all know it. So yeah, move on from that, and then the main event: Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Riley. Riley defeat the best friends, you know, being Orange Cassidy, Trent Red, and Chuck Taylor. And yeah, it was actually a fairly really decent match, and the crowd was into it all night, which was good. But you know, the Bucks come out super kicks. Kyle gets the win. Uh I'd rather make one that he was standing outside the ring with the Bucks and leaving Kyle and Bobby in the ring. Like it's just dumb how they're doing it. Also, see what they do with it. Like that really did turn me off. Like, if we just come up with something else, like one week he's turned on them, next week he's going with them. Like, just crap or get off the pod or just figure it out already because I'm over it. I don't know about y'all, but I'm over it. Like, we know it's going to be drawn out, but yeah, flip flopping every five seconds just hurts my brain. And overall, say dynamite was better than 2.0 for me personally. You can. Always feel differently. Free country, you can do that. Uh yeah. You know, we'll see where they go from all of it, but there's so much dumb across the board. You will know, see how long it takes Wardlow to finally you know turn on MJF and Spears and all that. Uh, and again, see what Mercedes does. But New Year's Evil should be good. And again, they're bringing lots of people out for that too. So, I mean AJ Styles, Riddle, Walters back. Like they're pulling out all the stops, so really, I mean, i matches are gonna be good. I'm just interested to see Excuse me yeah you know, what the ratings are gonna be because it's just minus good matches it really does seem like a ratings thing to see if they can yeah, get them up, you know, to suddenly say, this is all the new generation, and they're bringing all of that firepower out, yeah, we'll see, I don't know. Overall, I mean, for the week, though, Monday through Wednesday. Dynamite one, just match wise, 2.0 is just so much wasted time. And and headaches. And again, I'm not even talking trash about Raw because there were so many people that were out and getting held out precautionary just, you know, because of COVID outbreaks and stuff. So they didn't chance catching it because of day one coming up on Saturday. So fully get that, you know, to keep the show going. Yeah, that's you know video things yeah vignettes that's completely acceptable in the situation this close to the pay-per-view so err on the side of caution just to make sure you don't ruin it because i mean you got all this built up pay-per-view and then suddenly all your champion like a bunch of your people go down like what do you do then like that literally would kill everything they can't no one can afford that no matter how big of a company you are having a pay-per-view completely tank so overall not a bad night could have been better but they all can be um not a bad week a lot of stuff could have been better, but yeah, you know, as Raw doesn't count. I still thought Raw was better than 2.0. One uh, well, bad, but yeah. Look forward to see what they do tomorrow night. Yeah, we got. I mean, we got good weekend. We got SmackDown. They're gonna show the top matches and moments and all that. We know that of the year. We got Rampage. Just having New Year's Smash. Thing. We got all kinds of you know stuff going on for the weekend. We got Day One, which is an exciting thing. So it shouldn't be that. And then next week, Raw, New Year's Evil. Like, so there's some good stuff coming up. But good thing is going to be tomorrow. Should be doing the Year in Review special tomorrow. So make sure you check that out. Thinking I'm going to have Dan on here. Maybe yeah, Hannah. Who knows? We'll see. But that'll be tomorrow. And then I'm going to start going Mondays and Thursdays every week from then on, unless again, there's a pay-per-view or something. I'm probably going to do a pre-show on Saturday before day one. You know, Depending on how I feel. So we'll see with all that, but there's definitely a year in review tomorrow, pre-show Saturday, and then probably a quick reaction on Sunday, or I'll throw that in to, yeah, I'll do that do a reaction on Sunday, but otherwise you know, I start doing Mondays and Thursdays every week, you know, cover Friday and everything happens over the weekend on Mondays and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you don't have to hear this voice as much, but make sure you look forward to it. You check it out. Be, tomorrow that was going to be a good one with Dan. So, so let me know what you guys think about the show, like share, comment and repeat on all of them. Again, Really, don't forget about tomorrow. Me and Dan, your interview. We're probably going to talk for forever, but it'll be a good one. So check it out. And I appreciate you all. Enjoy the rest of your night. Like always, my friends, until next time, be good to each other. Peace.